we're doing this live. Welcome to so, so Rare Synopsis, Scouting Synopsis. With me as always, Chris, the MLS card guy. And today we have St. Louis City. If your team plays them, they will gift you a goal because those are the rules. I don't make them up. And it's the capital of soccer. So they say I saw it on a scarf. But we have Andy Black. You can only afford one. It just doesn't hit the same, but whatever. Andy Black, welcome to the show. I will say, um, we did a non-live version of this and a live version. The <laughs> non-live version, you absolutely so much crushed better. it. So knocked much it better. out of the park. <laughs> oh my god. Talk about amateur hour getting like so dad and after dark bros. Like, yo, I literally clicked the button to go live. I was like, oh, it's time to go live. We're gonna do it. Jammed out to the intro, rocked out the banging intro, right? He was surprised. It was genuine, like just surprise and yeah i messed it up so what's up sorry we're late jay blaze in early let's go back to back we love it um welcome to the show to talk some uh st louis uh how are you i'm doing absolutely outstanding how are you guys doing oh dude this is our second recording tonight we're yeah, gonna kill it we're just we're just busting out the content we're so here. we're in the states in the mls we are here but we had to bring on the st louis expert because mm. look you're the new kids on the block. No one really knows much about you. All we know is you came to the league. You finished first in the West, inaugural historic season. Yeah. But there's some there's some non-believers. Some people don't think that you guys deserve to be number one. So tell me about it. Tell me your experience <clears throat> in inaugural right. season. And uh, tell me about the St. Louis team. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, I didn't prepare for, for any of that. So, uh, no, I mean, they had a great great first season uh like honestly they ran as good as you can run um we had what three gifted goals in the first four or five games it was like four or five yeah at, uh, more than that sure the charlotte own goal the back passes you know we don't have to, we have to get into all the details chris jorge <laughs> um but yeah we were gifted some goals um but in the end, we played really well at home, and I think that that will be the staple going forward. Like when you look at uh, St. Louis from like a so rare perspective, you're going to want to play your guys at home, and you're going to want to fade those guys on the road. It's kind of just like my, at least my take as a guy that owns a lot of their cards at home. I'm going to have confidence on the road. I'm not. It's so funny because that's the exact opposite for Orlando, where it's like we're playing at home. Ooh, but on the road, baby, like it's good. We're solid. Yeah, Orlando's the weird one. Everybody else is is pretty pretty normal. Like the uh, the the home wins is is definitely a thing. Um, but yeah, eleven wins at home last year, which I believe was second, third, fourth in the in, in the MLS, which is pretty good. Um, first run out there. I mean, guys really brought a whole team in right at the beginning, which I was kind of surprised with. And then didn't make a ton of moves over the summer. Just kind of kept it kind of rolling. Um, do you think the that was the right move? Was bringing in Marcanic? I think was. Yeah. Do you uh, think that was the right move to to kind of get everything ahead of the season and then see how it goes? I mean, that's that that's kind of how they. Uh, that's the vibe they're putting out there is why it was so successful. Is they brought all these guys in super early. I mean, like I think Klaus and uh, Lowen and Berkey all came in like. It was like six months before the season even started and they got yeah. their family life situated and got everything kind of in order. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, like that's how they're going to sell it. And that's why, why they're going to say that it was so successful to get going like for future expansion teams. I don't know if they're going to have that luxury to, to be able to bring a player in and be like, Hey, you're not going to play for six to nine months, but 
you know, get all your, get everything in order, get your life in order, your passports and green cards and whatever you got to do and go for it. That's, it's honestly almost the better way to do it. How many times does the season start and we're almost like a week away? It's like, he doesn't have a green card. He's not here. It's like, wait, what? No, half the time you already have your lineup set. And then it's like the night of, and they're like, oh yeah, uh, whoever is not starting, he doesn't have his green card yet. He doesn't have a visa, work visa. It's like, okay. You are a major sports organization in the United States of America. <laughs> like, you got these people on speed dials for lesser things. Get these people you some know, green cards. We've we've talked about this in like discords and stuff. And I wonder, you know, like the MLS, first of all, has all these absurd rules that I don't even fully understand their roster rules and everything. You guys probably know them really well. Um, yeah. But but things like green cards or, or visas even, it's like maybe they're not allowed to request it until X date or, you know, like why would they wait until the last minute? I just can't fathom that being like something that would make sense. So maybe there's like a rule or a immigration thing. I think they just have to go through like the normal process that most people have to go through. Like, I don't think they get special treatment or anything, Um, which means like sometimes it takes like two weeks and sometimes it takes like Mm. three months. And they're like, well, we tried, like we've been going through this process, but like things just aren't moving. Like that's just the U S government sometimes. Yeah. That's um. So yeah, it's it's weird and it definitely sucks. And hopefully they could like call somebody up in the government and be like, yeah, <laughs> we're multi billion dollar league. Like maybe Tom should... Garber's like, yo, I'm getting we booed need out like here, man. Four of these <laughs> things, these man. <laughs> like, just give me the stamp. I'll do it. We we know we want them here. Um, so walk us through, let's let's get into St. Louis a little bit, right? Walk us through um where this roster is um additions that you think need to be made um and what you you know general kind of expectations are for next year yeah i mean i think the roster unfortunately is probably about done um the one big speculation is they're missing uh dp potentially a winger um everybody would love to see them add at a, a winger they lost stroud who is honestly in my opinion addition by subtraction i think he had yeah. six or seven goals for him last year but um i don't know uh, blind squirrel, right? Uh, I, I, he, he was fine, but I, I think that, uh, like guys like Silio Pompeo, who you see there is the number eight. I think he can split out wide. I don't, I don't know if they're going to run that diamond midfield or not. Uh, picking up Durkin, they might do like a double pivot there and do a four, two, three, one with Lowen at the 10. Um, but honestly, honestly, I, I don't think anybody really knows they're looking at potentially selling Giacchini. Um, out at the wingbacks, I, I wouldn't say that Dyer and and uh, the the new acquisitions are locks. So like Totland and Dyer, I've never seen them play. I mean, surely they're they're good players, but um, we could still see Markanic out at left back. Um, it, it, are, are those is that Fripp's uh, depth chart? Did he get? Okay. So like left back, I don't think it'll ever be. I don't think Hebert will ever start out there, but it could be Dyer or Markanic for for sure. And then right back, uh, Totlin and Watts, I think could certainly be like a. I think both of those situations are they're going to compete for their jobs. Um, and then center back, I think kind of take takes care of itself with Nielsen as long as he stays healthy. Parker Yarrow is a good rotation piece. Um, I don't. You know, Chris, you probably know a little more about Durkin as far as like yeah. quality and whether he's going to be a lock in that midfield or not. 
everybody really liked him the first time he was in DC and thought he was kind of a big prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's okay. I I don't think yeah. he's bad. I I I just I don't think he's like anything special. Um, but he's just kind of a an average everyday like. Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a good comparison, like a Sean Davis type type guy. Like, sure, he's he's okay. Like, he's, he's solid. gonna give you your minutes. Yeah. He's gonna there. give you your minutes. He scores. He does score like every now and then. He'll score like a worldy goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's nothing special. Like, he he's not like picking out ridiculous passes. Um, mm-hmm. He's not out of position a lot, which is good. But like, he's he's also not like breaking down defenses and you know passing through lines and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think it's I think it's okay. I think he's a decent depth piece. I I don't know that like I'm broken up about him leaving DC, but I mean, it, it's just it just is is right. You know, DC wasn't doing. He's much. your replacement level MLS player, basically. Right. So the star of DC United, but probably just okay at most other clubs, uh, especially ones that that won the Western Conference last year. <laughs> so being the, those wingbacks that were acquired, right? You got a 22 year old and a 24 year old. They're basically on a two years with an extension, right? So you got to think that these two are the future. So for this year, maybe stay away in that battle on like left and right back. So would Tim Parker probably be the defender you go with if you were going to run like a St. Louis deck? I mean, if I, if I want, if I want upside, I, I'm going to take Nielsen for sure. Um, Parker is going to be like your steady Eddie guy, but also like, what did he score? Four goals, five goals last year. Like, he ain't doing that again. He's yeah. probably he's probably scored more goals last year than he scored his entire career. I get it. He had guys whipping <laughs> balls into him on sets and stuff, but like, come on, he he ain't scoring four or five goals again. Um, I see his L15 coming down. And I see Nielsen's potentially going up um what is it there 50 right now 50. um yeah. i think i think nielsen was a better player than the way he finished the season i don't know that he was fully healthy um i think he, that could also be the storyline for nielsen is like oh he'll be good once he's healthy once he's healthy or if he could just stay healthy like i hope he's not that guy but it's oh no sort of sort of looking like that right now if he does go down what's the what's plan b I'm, I mean, it would it would likely be like Hebert slides in there or Josh Yarrow slides in there. Um, Is Norwinsky uh, a possibility? Not at center back, no. I mean, he I played a little so. center back at Vancouver. Um, it was kind of a flex there, but I, I don't know if he would slide over. Yeah, I think it. I think it'd be Hebert and uh, uh, Yarrow would would be the combo there. Do you think either of them have like? Would you play either of them? Yarrow, if you look at Yarrow's scores, he scores really well. Um, uh, I don't know exactly what it what it is that he does, but he can go on little runs where he scores pretty well uh, when he starts. Um, but uh, probably not worth owning for most people. Yeah, fifty five when he starts is really not bad. <laughs> when he starts, that's the issue. When he starts, when he right? Starts. Yeah. But if somebody goes down and he's a starter, you know, it's good I, th- I think the the one really interesting thing will be how they handle Concacaf Champions Cup. Did I get that right? CCC. Yep. We're not yeah. sure if we got that right because it changes every year. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we've seen a lot of teams go into those those cups, and it. Uh, I think Philly, Philly, and Seattle are the two that I kind of recently we recently saw where they made deep runs. I don't know that St. Louis will even come out and and run their first team. I mean, they didn't do it in League's Cup last year. They didn't do it in any of the Open Cup games. I don't know how seriously they'll take uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup. Uh, But if they do take it seriously, 
man, uh, expect some crazy rotation and nightmarish um, midweek games where you're trying to figure out who's going to play because we've seen that with all these scenarios. Isn't so it is great that-, that they added way more, uh, way more MLS teams. So now everybody gets to do the uh, midweek rotation thing. And now nobody is sure what's going to happen for the first month and a half of the MLS. It's going to be a nightmare. Season. Yes. Ten, 10 MLS teams all. It's like, what is it? It's, I think it's the opener and then the immediately champions cup yeah. and then the weekend and then leg two of it. And it's just right back to back to kick off the season. Yeah. Good luck, oh, buddy. Good luck with that. DC's going to run it in the first few weeks because we don't play Champions Cup. Mm. We aren't oh, we yeah. are good enough to be the 15th seed in the Eastern Conference. You know, that's the other funny thing. When I talk about how St. Louis kind of ran good last year, we ran into a lot of spots last year where teams, other teams were facing like fixture congestion and they were rotating against us. Where like people weren't, I don't think people would necessarily like pick that up and see that and be like, oh, well, you know, St. Louis beat whoever, and it's like, well, yeah, they were rotating because they had just played four games in a row. Like, I think right. when we had Houston at home, they rotated Hector Herrera and and someone else. And I know Hector Herrera rotated a lot on the road, but um, when I say we ran good, it's stuff like that where I don't know that teams were always um, running that first team against us. So beginner's luck is what you're saying. Uh, not beginner's luck necessarily, but like the schedule worked out well for us. Don Garber always pulling the strings. <laughs> even, even when you don't know it, apparently Charlotte's going to dominate. Shout out mm. Orange Flag. Have you guys had uh, uh, Danny Brams on yet? No. Not see, yet. See, I haven't done the Charlotte. Thing, the thing oh, is, God. we're trying to do teams that are uh, in Champions Cup first to get to get, get ahead of it because they got a little nice. bit more coming. Uh, yeah, we'll do the, the That's rest right, of Bob. The bo- we'll do there, the bottom feeders. Sit there after, and wait you know? for your team. <laughs> but hey, we don't we don't know because uh will St. Louis be good next year? Mm. Mm. I don't know, Black. That's why we brought you here. Is St. Louis gonna be good next year? Um, you know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say they are and I'm not gonna say they aren't. Um I do I do worry a little bit about like a sophomore sophomore slump. Um again, they had a lot of good things go their way last year, um, from just like own goals and and uh uh, back passes that that found their way to Klaus's feet, Bob Flynn, uh, who's asking about Klaus. Um, yeah, will we see that this year? I, I don't know. And like, even like looking back on the first one, it was the back pass to Jared Stroud where he swears he didn't call for the ball, but it's just like <laughs> that was so bad. And we thought it ended there. We we're like, okay, that was once. All right, haha. Joke, jokes right. on us. Oh, right. man. Four in a row. It's yeah. Wild. Yeah, you know, so they're my team. Obviously, I want them to be great. I want them to have a good year, but uh, worry a little bit. Is is it Austin bad though? Like, is it no, like I don't think so. And and that's also too. That's part of my personality too. Is I'm just very like tempered and like, oh well, we'll see how things go. I'm not a tripping B Danny Brams. You know, it's gonna be the greatest season of all time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlotte FC to the moon. Like you're not gonna get that from me. Okay, that that's fair. Hey, it's the hope. <laughs> it's the hope that kills you. It, I love it, Danny it really... Graham's different temperaments, though. <laughs> yes, very different. Um, so talk to me about about the big stars, right? Obviously, Bob asked about Klaus. Um, talk to me about Loven. Like, what's their actual upside this year as far as server points? Yeah, I mean, their upside is their first what ten games. 
that they had with St. Louis City last year, I would say, is their upside. Um, I think Lowen at the end of last season, if you watched him play, um, he was he struggled at the end of the year. And it was like after he came back from that injury that he had in the middle of the year, I don't know if he got fully fit. I don't know what it was. He looked lazy. He looked uh, uncomfortable. He looked like he was always like upset, pissed off. Things weren't going his way. But, I mean, look at those scores. Um, not great. Not great. Uh, so, you know, like if you go back to the beginning of the season, that's that's the upside that you, you hope for. Um, you don't want to see that laziness that – potentially he was running around with an injury or something that we saw in that second half of the season. Do you think it was injury? Do you think it was like lack of motivation? Like, is it something that we think is fixed? Like, what, yeah. What's the situation? Um, hard to speculate on that. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, let's hope that it was, it was injury and then fitness um, and not just like poor attitude. Yeah, that, that, that'll that'll kill your locker room. You get one guy like that, and I, mm-hmm. I hate seeing it because you, you don't see it doesn't come all across the screen a lot of times. But if you go if you do games frequently, you see the guys that constantly throwing fits, especially defenders. Like, great, now you just killed morale, and of course we're gonna lose this game because you're being an idiot. And yeah, for not, sure. It ain't good for the locker room, Chris. Yeah, it's not not good at all. So hopefully they can definitely keep that away. Um, one thing I noticed with St. Louis last year, they collected, it seemed like, a bunch of guys, kind of like Indy Vasilev, kind of like Azil mm. Jackson. Um, you know, I guess Durkin would fit this role now of like youngish guys that have played other places, Giacchini, um, who like youngish guys that have a little bit of upside that like played other places and were like, okay. And then they brought them to St. Louis. Is that kind of the team mentality is that kind of what they're looking for at this point or uh, yeah i mean what they call themselves last year the designated team they kept they kept pitching that right is that really (laughs) did they really oh yeah that that was lutz lutz fanishtel or however you pronounce it that's what he was pitching is oh well we don't really we're not really focused on our dps we're the designated team is how he sold it interesting Mm. do you think that worked Slash I mean, can it work first in the West, right? Slash can it work long term? Like, are you going to get the same thing out of Giacchini if he doesn't leave? Are you going to get the same thing out of Indy Vasilev? Out of you know a Dirk and obviously wasn't there last year, but what... yeah, I mean, I think whatever whatever player plays striker, whether it's Samadineran, Giacchini, Klaus, they're going to get production there just with the directness and like the 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 style of play, um, like. I, I think that there'll be plenty of opportunities for whoever's playing up top, whether it's that diamond with two strikers or four, two, three, one, one guy. Um, there'll be plenty of opportunities for whoever's playing forward. I think, I think kind of the more interesting thing is, is for some of those like role players, like you talked about Indy Vasilev, what's his role this year? AZ Jackson. A lot of people are speculating like AZ is going to play the 10 and he's going to start every game. He's they've got all these European teams looking to, by AZ and it's just like I don't know I don't know if AZ is ready for a role like that I think that he's still going to be a rotational piece they might play him at the 10 they might play him out wide a little bit I don't know I could see them doing a lot of different things with him it's so it's so funny looking at this team like even like looking up and down the roster and you really see it we're like yeah it almost designated because they just got a bunch of like workhorse guys like middle of the pack and they're like dude go out and do it and they did do it because I don't do you guys have a DP spot open or how many you have one or two? They do. They desperately need to to sign another DP. If 
if you had the choice, where would you where would you want that to go? Like, if you thinking about it like really hard, what do you want to see this team do with it? A winger, like uh, everyone was talking about Joseph uh, Paintsel from Genk, and mm. I mean, like, yeah, he would have been he would have been a great ad. I think the Galaxy or Galaxy the, are the on team, him, I think, yeah, yeah, the Galaxy, the team that are really looking at him. But but yeah, any kind of like attacky wide player would be good ad for this team. Interesting. Very cool. Um, so yeah, I guess talk to me a little bit about, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about like the standings and the schedule and everything. Um, talk to me about the depth because we have, you know, CONCACAF champions Ugh. cup or whatever the heck it's called this year. Um, how is this team going to hold up when they have to rotate a little bit more and teams aren't rotating against them? Yeah. I mean, when you have two DPs and you can have three DPs, but you choose to have two and you have to rotate, um, those DPs are going to have to rotate at some point. Um, yeah. so playing without them is not great. Um, you know, you look at any of these big teams that, you know, like are big players, big DPs in the league playing without those players, like Houston playing without Hector Herrera or Minnesota playing out without Reynoso. Although again, again. funny, funny <laughs> enough, they were really successful early in the season without Reynoso. And then, you know, like he, Scored really well on the platform, but they were not successful in the second half of the season. Didn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, they're a really weird team for sure. Yeah. They're about to get way weirder too. Potentially, yeah. Uh, But yeah, playing without your DPs is typically not a good thing. Um, And only having two DPs um, just like limits that pool. So um, I think that rotation will be hard. Uh, That said, having guys like AZ Jackson who are good depth pieces, Indy Vasilev who... Are good yeah. depth pieces. My my biggest fear is that they rely on some of these guys to start, and they're not really considered depth pieces. These are their starters, and yeah. uh, don't really want to see that too much. That that's kind of the heart of my question, right? If you have guys that should be depth pieces, but that end up starting, um, then you don't have any depth. You don't have any pieces, right? So I'm thinking sure. of like like we just talked to to Deke about Philly. Guys like Jack McGlynn, guys like Leon Flock, guys like Quinn Sullivan that haven't necessarily started um, are now getting put into some of those roles and they still have some depth because they have all three of those guys. Mm -hmm. Um, But when they're coming in to start now, like they lose Bedoya, they got to replace him. Now that's one less depth piece. Um, So my, my, I'm, I'm trying to get at maybe the, the guys after those, you know, those role players, if you will, that are going to start you know, half the games. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's, it's striker. You have, you have Klaus Giacchini. If he stays, you have uh, uh big Sam. So, I mean, like they're fine. They're fine there where they don't have depth is those wide attacking players. Um, someone like Celio Pompeo, um, who I think is absolutely outstanding. Um, I think he should play more. Um, but right now he'd probably be considered a depth piece of sorts. Um, I don't think they have, and, and, and I'll walk that back a little bit. Celio could start. Ooh. Um, and if Celio starts, that just shows you how, how thin we are at, yeah. at, at those wing, wing positions. Basically, so, I mean, if you don't sign the DP, then Celio starts there and then you're, you know, you have no depth from there. Right. And you'll probably play out there at, at some point. Um, but like guys like Thomas Ostrak, who who were supposed to be these young players they brought in last year, who just really never never got going last year and just never really looked comfortable. 
Um, I don't know how much they can rely on a guy like that this year. And if they do have to rely on a guy like that, it could get ugly. Um, just heat saying, who's your fifth player in the stack given Berkey, Parker, Lowen, Klaus are locks. Oh, that's spicy. Yeah. We talked yeah. about Parker not being the lock, but we talked about Nielsen being sure the one you prefer. He's the one I prefer. Um, um but Parker is is a lock to start for sure. Um yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on matchups. Um, and I think that like St. Louis is gonna be the team that you kind of want to rock rock matchups with. Like if if you think that lineup's gonna get a clean sheet, maybe you run two defenders and and it could be one of those wingbacks that they just picked up. If they start the season hot, they look good. Um, maybe you're playing one of those guys, although I think what uh only one of those guys even has cards. Uh, Dyer, I think, has some cards from Midgetland, but uh, Totland does not. Interesting. Give me the give me the one guy who breaks out from this team that that gets above you know depth Ooh. piece, locks in a spot as a starter. The maybe a young guy, whoever, wherever you want to go. But who's the one guy that that you're looking outside of those guys? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mentioned him earlier. Earlier, Cilio Pompeu. I I love watching him play. He's quick. He can dribble. Um, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that he'll get a ton of playing time. We'll see. Um, I think that if he gets some starts, like if you go look at Cilio um, and just look at his AA in games. Yeah. Um, so as a starter, he's a forty-four-five with a nine-five AA. Yeah. Can he score? Is the question. He had a lot of. Can he score? Games. I mean. I, he he doesn't. What did he have? One goal last year. He had two. He scored in the two last goals. game. Oh, yeah. Look at him go. Yeah, and I th- I mean most of those are just like sub appearances. I think right is right. that mm-hmm. yeah twenty subs um, nine starts. Yeah, yeah. Hard hard to get rhythm. I I'm actually surprised he started nine games. Um, but but I really like the way he plays. I think that he could be a really good uh so rare uh card at some point. Yeah, if you can get 10 AA out of a guy and then you throw a goal on top of that, that's a seven. Right. That's what you're kind of looking for. So now are his cards forwards or midfield cards? Uh I think they're midfield if I saw. Are they midfielder cards? Yeah, that's yeah. not as ideal. If you could if if they minted him as a forward, those would be um a lot better, I guess. Do you think do you think he'll get one next year? Because how, how does Sober do they base it off like their position from the year before? Is that kind of, or they just kind of go by Opta? What is? They go by Opta, but then they also, they also have to have each club like proof the cards, and um, if the club doesn't like the position on a player, they'll make them switch it. So the big one last year, uh, Saka from Arsenal, um, he was originally going to be minted as a forward, and Arsenal was like, no, 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 he's a midfielder. Wow! And they had to go back. They had to go back and change all of his cards to to midfielders. I wonder if it has something to do with the valuation in the transfer market. Mm. Where they're just like, know. oh, we'd rather have him in this position because it'd be easier to sell him as a winger than a forward and X. I know. And... Yeah, it, it's probably more like they're in probably most clubs just like rubber stamp it. They don't give a shit, right? But Arsenal, they they might just be like, no, 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 no. We we have him listed on our website as a midfielder. We want his card to be a midfielder. Completely ruining the game for everybody, just like <laughs> Arsenal <laughs> does. Yeah, don't you understand? That's when needs to be like, so that's when Sorare needs to be like, hey, his cards will be worth thirty percent more if we mint them as forwards, and right. you'll make more money. 
Right. Although Arsenal probably doesn't really care about the revenues that Silver generates. Are you kidding? Do you know how much we're selling? <laughs> Cars are flying off the market. Rich. Uh, before we almost get out of here, before we get into like what you think mm. the St. Louis team will do next year and where they will end in the standings and the ups and downs, where do you do you want St. Louis to go for these like other tournaments? Would you like them to go for or do you want them to do like last year and just be like, ah, forget these tournaments, just focus on the season again? Man, that's an awesome question. That is an absolutely awesome question. Um, yes, I want them to go for every competition. I want them to build out their roster. I want them to have three DPs. You know what? Go get four DPs like Inter Miami did the other uh, a couple years ago or whatever. Um, get that extra DP and, and get fined for it. I don't care. I want them to sign as many players and bring as many players in as, as they can. Have the most depth that they can possibly have. Um, been to those MLS rules. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, uh, more, they're more like suggestions. They're not, they're not rules, you know, rules are meant to be yeah, broken. So exactly. I'll never, I'll never understand any of them. And, uh, I just, I'll, they won't make sense to me. So, uh, but, but yeah, I want them to go for as many of these as they can within reason. I get it. Um, uh, like, the real question is like when they go into the season and the roster that they have right now is their roster. How many of these competitions do I want them to go for? I want them to do the the European model where it's like, oh, we're going to limp into the first couple games with rotation. Mm. We're going to see how we do. And if we win our first two games and we get to the next round, then we play our starters and we go for the, uh, we go for trying to win it or whatever. But yeah, it's going to be tough to 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 run your starters in, in league games and in these early stages of these Cups. So going along with that, right, they, they're in Champions Cup, obviously. They have League's Cup, maybe U.S. Open Cup. Who knows? As of right now, not, I guess. Um, where do they finish this season? I want a number in the standings. Where do they finish? <laughs> what is eighth and ninth place? They play that uh, play-in game? Yeah. Yeah. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be St. Louis and Kansas City for the play-in game at Ooh. eight and nine. Yeah, wow. interesting. Klaus versus Alan Polito. <laughs> yeah, it's the match of the match of Little dreams. rematch from last year, right? Oh yikes, man! How, how do you feel? about Are they going to win it though? If they get to that spot, do they get their revenge, or is it like, ah, oh, no, Kansas City's just our dads now? Yeah. I sure hope so. I mean, like, I, I think St. Louis, a lot of the St. Louis City supporters and fans uh, kind of like got what they were asking for in that game. Everyone was begging for Kansas City and really wanting Kansas City in that game. And it's like, <laughs> shit, you want to play your first playoff game against your quote unquote biggest rival? Like, that just sounds horrible to me. Like, bring San Jose on, please. Yeah. Um, but the fans were begging for KC. Oh, we beat them twice already this year and we get them at home, two games at home. All right, you only got to play one game at home. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie mistake. Mm -hmm. Oh man, dude, that, that has that has to be fun though. That little rivalry, like Kansas City, used to be like top of my list and like stadiums I want to visit, but they they got bumped down a little bit by St. Louis. I don't know, I'm nice. Out there. Yeah, you'll have to come out. It'll be a good time. Well, you know, it'd be nice if uh, all East teams played all West teams every year, and you know, it was even. But no, nah. you know, right. we have too, too many, many teams for that, Jorge. We've grown too big. Whatever, not big enough, enough, apparently, because we didn't increase the rosters, okay? 
not big enough. We need more because poor Black wants to win all the trophies. That's right. And, and they're just not taking them seriously. But dude, this is incredible. We're at 30 minutes. It only took two tries, but we got here. Black, <laughs> thanks so much for coming on. This is incredible. Incredible news. St. Louis again. Hopefully they'll be able to be good again, but not so much Austin, but a little regression. Um, <laughs> is there is there anything uh, is there anything you want to shout out? Anything you want to let these people know? No, I just I, I I love all your guys' content. Content, bah, can't talk. Content, keep up the good work. Um, I think this is going to be super helpful. Um, not this particular show, but like when you bring Deke on, when you bring other people <laughs> on, it's going to be super helpful for people building their their so rare galleries out for for MLS. So um, yeah, keep up the good work, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. And we appreciate everybody that was here live, everybody that listened to it afterwards. Again, there's a lot of teams, a lot of people. Let us know who you want to hear from. We'll get it out there. MLS is almost back. Too many competitions. Champions Cup. St. Louis City, baby.